0: John, you your your Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome to the Junior Lawyers Division podcast with me, Jonathan Hodge. And me, Ollie Greg. The Junior Lawyers Division of the Law Society is the division which supports trainee solicitors, solicitors who are up to and including five years qualified, solicitor apprentices, and LPC students welcome back 2021 we're back hello Ollie's here we've got our guest Amy Clowry <laughs> hello we've got Amy Amy Clowry here hi Amy
2: Clowry or Clowry
0: <laughs> well, <so> you, <laughs> you, <actually> <laughs> you
2: should probably research how to say your guest's last names before you have them on
1: I've known you for, what, about 16 That's months? Right. Uh, and I have always pronounced it clowry. You, have I
2: been saying clowry. it wrong
1: this entire time? You
2: said, did That's you say said. that, Ollie? That's what I just
0: said. Uh, I'm not sure if I've been spelling your name wrong for the past 16 months. Uh, when I was researching you, uh, I kept Google kept telling me how to spell your name. So there you go. <laughs>
2: well,
0: this knows. is
2: incredibly
0: promising, isn't it? Well, hey,
1: <laughs> Welcome to Amy, who is a child abuse associate
0: at Switowskis. You did quite well yeah, saying, the right? saying the firm's name there. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I did well on that bit, yeah.
0: Switz. Well done.
1: Switowskis, yeah. Now, so, Amy, Swatelsky's has just merged, hasn't it? So how many solicitors um, have you got now?
2: I'm not sure about the number of solicitors, but I think we've got around 380 members of staff or thereabouts now.
1: And how many offices um, is that? We've
2: got. We had thirteen offices. I'm not sure how many offices were in Doncaster. It may just be one. I'm not too sure. But it has um, increased the firm's profit by quite a significant amount. So hopefully, you should hear more about Switalski's now. All okay. I'm going to know the name of it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. How much of swatowski's work is focused on your area, and how much of it are you spearheading?
2: Well, we've got. Well, numerous departments. So we're quite a big firm. Um, we do a range of. Well, we do the full spectrum, really, of legal services. Um, in terms of claimant work, uh, we have a clinical negligence department, which is is really quite big as well and very successful. Um, in terms of the child abuse work that we do, um, the, which is the area that that's yeah, that's your area, that just area the I'm that's
1: your
2: area. Um, I have a hand, in quite you know quite a lot of it we work as a team so uh, w- but we all have our specialisms so i deal with lambeth uh, which is obviously based in south london um work i also deal with child sexual exploitation and grooming gangs whereas other people might deal with detention centers other child other um, members of the team deal with uh, residential schools and uh, so we we sort of play to our strengths really and get to know the areas that we work in so that doesn't really answer your question it was really very much a political hmm. answer that wasn't it I just skirted around it but
0: uh, <laughs> yeah I, I'm just I'm, I'm just wondering how much uh, Switowskis has uh, paid John for all, for all these <laughs> it's
1: It's honestly well I've never said that. it before
0: Switowskis so, yeah, so I'm wondering how much John's been paid by Swidowski to, uh, to get sponsorship I mean, for, yeah, that mean, for advertising. I that, that or broccoli. he's for a job because he's known that he knows
2: we're grown. Yeah,
0: because really, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm not really interested in talking about them. I want to talk more about you. Well,
2: thanks,
0: And what I really want to find out about is how one ends up specialising in child abuse compensation John law. How, how how did you end up in that?
2: i have fallen into working in uh, general PI work, um, at a small sort of high street firm. Um, when I was at university, I got a internship there, and I stayed there and qualified there once I once I've got my uh, degree in LPC. Uh, and we did the full mm. spectrum of work there as well. So I started having a hand in various cases and and some child abuse cases, but. As part of my training contract, I went to Switalski's thrusters on Secondment and I, I was in the child care department um, and I, I didn't really like the child care department because it was all happening now. So you'd sit there and you'd think, oh, little baby Alfie, for example, is, is being removed from mum now. So I, I didn't really like that work, but I did like working in the sort of child protect, protection spectrum. So I noticed that there was uh, quite, it's like a cycle. So the the children that had been abused as in in childhood ultimately ended up being involved in social services as adults, and their children being taken from them. So I decided that that's what I wanted to go away and specialise in. So I went back to my, my firm, the the high street firm, and sort of started delving into more cases where there had been psychological abuse rather than PI work generally. And uh, went back to Spitalskis when I was one year qualified, uh, I think 2016. So I think I've been there about five, nearly five years now. So I should start getting an extra year, a day's holiday per year this year. It's fantastic. Nice.
0: Winning. <laughs>
1: so what advice would you give? Me? Because I think one of the benefits of having you on is that you can answer a question. I don't think really any other maybe Max could have done, but any other lawyers that have been on here could ask, which is that you you are doing very well and really driving forward a particular niche area, um, despite being junior. And it doesn't sound like you fell into it. I know you said you fell into the PI stuff, but you then found something you wanted to do and you grabbed it and you, you've you've know gone forward with it. It's brilliant. What advice would you give to any other junior lawyers out there that perhaps aren't quite sure what they want to do, like you weren't necessarily, but that feel that they want to specialise in something in a a field, what advice could you give them?
2: I think the most important thing to do is get work experience in that area. Um, Mm. So whether it's, you know, a couple of weeks in a firm or whether you, you speak to your, if you're currently employed and you speak to your supervisor to say, I'm really interested in i don't know commercial property please kind of go and sit in that department
0: please, said no one ever
2: somebody i know well i know I was just playing, <laughs> to, playing to you there uh,
0: you.
2: um but yeah i think it's just really important to make sure that you're putting yourself in a position where there's going to be an opportunity at a later date so take positive actions
1: mm. so and be open to just, the opportunities
2: it, i guess yeah it just it just it doesn't just fall on your lap you've got to work for it so mm. just make yourself available to those opportunities and
0: try and seek them out but it, so it, it must be quite nice nice is the point of the right word to work in an area of law where you feel like you're actually making a bit of a difference uh and you're sort of you know representing vulnerable people and helping and protecting them etc uh, i've often said on this podcast obviously what i do is buying and selling land there's no emotion involved in that uh, well there can be but you know it's not that not really often and yeah it's just transactional whereas what you do you're actually I would have thought you feel like anyway you're making a big difference
2: yeah you you do it it, it's really hard because the work is the the work itself is difficult but the clients are incredibly difficult because they've all suffered Mm. Horrific abuse, and they've all got um, significant mental health issues, which is understandable. So the duration of the cases is, is is quite trying. Sort of build a relationship with your client, and um, and and keep hold of that relationship because obviously there's cr- trust issues just in general because of the, the God, treatment yeah. that they've, they've suffered. So building that relationship takes can take a long time, so six months plus to sometimes even just get instructions about what happened. Um, yes. But what's fantastic is when, once you get to the end of your case, then you've managed to get so you know get through the medical report stage, and and perhaps the, the medical experts recommended some treatment, and the client goes through that treatment. Seeing them after that is brilliant. So, for example, I had a recent client contact me that had settled a case a while ago. Um, as part of the case, I arranged for them to have some inpatient detoxification treatment, and they'd successfully completed it, and that was a really that was really lovely because it was just good. It was brilliant to see how during the course of the couple of years I'd acted for him, he changed his life around. So things like that, it, it does make it worthwhile.
1: So this Lambeth child abuse inquiry that you're essentially a, a really senior figure within now legally.
2: So there's two separate things. There was the the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse and they looked at Lambeth and that was last summer. Um, hmm. The other Work that I do is the Lambeth Children's Home Redress Scheme, which I think is what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us a, about that. Well, is have managed to bring in quite a significant amount of work through, um, in relation to Lambeth Children's Home Redress Scheme, through a survivor organisation. Hmm. Uh, so we represent, I think, almost 500. People now that have suffered abuse in South in South London in Lambeth children's homes, or in a foster oh, placement man. directly from a Lambeth children's home. And um, so I've been working. They're going to
1: make a film about this one day. You know, this is going to be the. I well, bet the you.
2: survivor organisation is already making a docu series. Um, yeah, I'm not that. sure where yeah. that's where it's going to be.
1: What's it called? Shirley Hell. Shirley Hall, yeah. that's it. No, Shirley Hall. Yeah, Shirley um, Hall. So the, it. the
2: the children. It's not just um, Shirley Oaks is the children's home, which is Shirley. Yeah, Oaks. But it's mm. not just Shirley Oaks. It's just that the survivor organisation can set out looking at Shirley Oaks, um, and when they started oh. investigating Shirley Oaks, they realised that the abuse was much much wider than that, and then they started looking at. If
1: anyone, sorry, can I just say if anyone's listening that wants to check that out on YouTube, that's a really good trailer. I did, I, I thought it was very eye opening. So go and check that out now, Shirley Hell.
2: No, that's Sorry, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure when the series will be out, but I think the survivor organisation is working on it at the moment. And when it does come out, it will be really um, quite powerful, I think, because the scale of mm. the abuse there is is unbelievable. Lambeth is the first local authority um, in England to set up a local authority scheme to compensate survivors of abuse. So it is sort of, the first of its time which is really
0: positive yeah, yeah really good um I would like to ask you about something else slightly uh, that you were involved with and that was the sad case of Harry Whitman um and I was just I know that you were trying to push forward to get the drink driving laws changed I just wanted if you could give us a quick background to that case and just where where, where we've got to on it and whether anything has changed
2: yeah. Um, so Harry, Harry, unfortunately, um, was hit by a tractor that was reversing on a farm as a result of um, the driver basically drink driving. I think there were three, almost three times over the legal um, limit. So unfortunately, because it was deemed private land, although it wasn't properly cordoned off, there were signs up that said it's private land and Harry was on that area. So the police weren't able to prosecute. So the health and safety executive had to get involved. And ultimately the driver ended up with um, something like 17 months behind bars. And if if there had been a criminal prosecution, then he would have received anything up to 14 years, but we expect it would have been around eight years. So we represented Pamela Whitlam in a um, civil claim and then decided to pursue uh this this campaign to change drink drive laws to make it illegal to drink drive on, on private land as well as public land. So at the moment, um it's currently with civil servants who are looking at it. It's been it's been with them for about a year or so. Uh, it's quite a slow process, especially with sort of Brexit and the coronavirus. It's sort of helped us yeah. that quite significantly. Um, yeah but we are told that it that it's still being looked at um so
1: so what are the arguments against that because it seems perfectly sensible why why would they say that's not something i mean why doesn't it already exist as a law why did it stop at private well i
2: think it goes back to those that those that are in power have a lot of land and ultimately don't want people they don't want to, to to be able to people to be able to um tell them they can't drink and drive on their own land that can't see any other reason why there would be that because any other law like for example if somebody was murdered or raped on private land you would you'd still be able to prosecute so that's that's the only real reason i can think that there would be this law
1: yeah i'm just thinking if that's a fair analogy because i suppose that's more of a direct crime isn't it this is This is using something in a way it's not supposed to be. I suppose, what would be a similar thing? If you were shooting guns, you were allowed to shoot guns in private land. But if you were shooting a person, you couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's not deliberate. I suppose you can't, can you drink and shoot? Probably not. Well, you probably can. I expect it's not really police, and
2: I expect you probably can.
1: Well, it's like like, uh, fox hunting, right? It's illegal, but everyone apparently is still doing it everyone that was is and i think it's the same thing here you could ban it but people would still do it because the only time it would ever have any relevance is in a tragic case like harry's where someone dies um but then at least it would be there as as a as a, a way to punish yeah i someone. think
2: it's not about being able to go into private land and, and check that people are and not drink driving because mm. that will be a yeah. concern won't that's, that's, the yeah, so it's, that's, the, that's the issue but it but it's more about being able to inf- prosecute, prosecute if something like the tragic case of Harry did happen. Now, it will mm. be rare, I accept it will be rare that that happens, but it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be, you know, people like Gary Green, that was the drink driver in this case, shouldn't be able to get away with 14, 40, sorry, not 14, but 17 months behind bars um, for the death mm. of a child when they were drunk driving
0: yeah you can't argue with that and Um, and also
2: that the only reason we're able the hsc were able to prosecute in that case is because it was an accident at work Um, i mean the other option is for the health and safety executive sentencing guidelines to be increased in line with sort um, the criminal Mm. guidelines um but again that still would leave that legal loophole where you can be on private land not in the course of your and and kill somebody being drunk on the wheel
0: okay so Now, we're going to play fact, fiction, or foreign jurisdiction. Number one, and we'll have John to go first on this one, a newspaper publishes a fake story that two lawyers had a fight in a bakery over the last chocolate eclair. The lawyers were awarded 50,000 each in damages. Is that fact, fiction, foreign jurisdiction, John?
1: Two lawyers had a fight in a bakery over the Allegedly. last declare. Yeah. And the newspaper printed it. They presumably sued for damages for defamation because they made them look like they were violent or whatever, and it wasn't true. And they won £50,000 each. That is fiction. Okay. Because why would they need to fight in the bakery over the last declare? Surely the baker would just say who was next. And the bloke says, I'm next, before he makes his order. He's not, they're not both standing up and going, eclair, please, at well, the same time. And they're going, oh, I said it oh, first, and then kicking off. That's I don't really know who's fighting
0: right? over in eclair in the first place. I mean, you're gonna, there's, there's other baked goods to oh, fight yeah, over, be, be honest. honest.
1: I know, a Belgian oh, bun. That's really delightful. See, I
2: thought, when well, you um, said yeah. chocolate eclair, I thought you meant the kind that you get as a sweetie at Christmas. Oh. so i was thinking what on earth but i also thought yeah. it would definitely be british because you, people that are abroad don't tend to eat chocolate the Claire's the sweets mm.
1: yeah i just point out to you That i shouldn't really do this i'm helping out my opponent but he might have just changed one i thing don't tend to, to do fiction.
0: that i tend to change a bit more than one thing so mm. you, anyway john's locked in on what was it fiction fiction amy what do you think
2: um i'm gonna go i don't really know um but i'm just gonna have to go with something alternative to john so i'm gonna go with facts
0: and amy is correct i'm sorry john you're, you're wrong what? I mean, what no you're right you're lying to me, well, I'm not lying. Lying to me.
1: What, what case well, is newspaper. this what case is this
0: <laughs> well I, i'll have to uh if you give me a second pull up the information uh from my, this my is research definitely not true.
1: <laughs> this is an english case an yeah, english case do-
0: where two it's lawyers us. were fighting
1: over an eclair in a bakery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't.
0: I think they might even have been QCs, actually. Well, obviously, obviously they weren't, because they got... they got well, And they didn't lead, fight over... Sorry, can we just be clear? Because this is being published. Yeah, exactly, two lawyers not,
1: did not fight over yeah, means, a chocolate clare. It's Claire. not true. Well, we ha- and we haven't named them yet, no, nice. So which you're going to in a second, though, because I want to know who they are. What newspaper wrote that, and Why? a journalist I can't think. find the case now
2: oh that's that's helpful Ollie that's
0: interesting isn't it not
2: for me <laughs>
0: that's very interesting I'm telling you yeah.
1: how convenient
0: I will find it I'm gonna start
1: questioning these answers a bit more often hold oh, on hold on because hang on haven't I lost every week since we started here we online? go
0: yeah there's two key scenes right so it was, oh no <laughs> oh no you're both wrong I read it wrong. oh <laughs> it's oh. foreign yeah from oh w. damn it well, hold on, UK. This place it said UK, didn't
2: I? Yeah, he did.
1: No, it has to be English and every England and
0: Wales. <laughs> no, no Ireland, it's, it? it's no,
2: England and Wales. It's outside of the jurisdiction, isn't it? So fair enough.
1: Uh, England and Wales, but we do allow Scotland and Northern Ireland. But this is this is two of the best. One, no wait, two, two of the best known
0: QC's in Belfast. But it depends because it, it was it was published by the Dublin-based newspaper, The Sunday World.
1: Where was the case though? The uh, case you're talking about. Well, I thought it weeks? would be.
0: Well, it's £50,000. It's usually where the offence... It's you... Yeah. Not you, no. Who... Uh, Amy gets a point. Who published when it? was it? The Sunday World that? in 1987. And that's a Dublin-based... Did... I, think, I think Amy gets a point. Dublin-based paper, right? Because that's the answer I had down. I, I don't think so. I think
2: that I should just get it. I think
0: it's, it's foreign. foreign. Anyway, it's next foreign one. Stuff. A lady is awarded millions in damages for... Sp- I, love for sp- see well, I can't give you too much for spilling a hot coffee over her own lap, causing third-degree burns, Amy.
2: Foreign jurisdiction. Because it sounds what? like <laughs> um, the kind of claim that you would be able to bring in America. Where somebody else has made... McDonald's coffee base in the America, the, and given it the US. To them. And it's spilled.
1: Right. I think this is the case mm. which meant that McDonald's had to start writing contents hot on their cups. I think this is an American, yeah, I'm going to agree, foreign jurisdiction. Uh,
0: You are both correct, it is foreign jurisdiction, it is the McDonald's case, a lady Mm. was sitting in the back of the car, she lifted up the lid, Mm. spilled it over her own trousers, which caused the cotton trousers to melt to her legs, giving some third degree burns, now she was disabled, Uh, partially disabled for two years, Uh, all she did, just hold on, hold Uh, on, (laughs) <laughs> she, she sued McDonald's for twenty thousand pounds. Sorry, dollars, just to cover her medical expenses. That's it. They offered her eight hundred dollars. So then she sued them, and she was awarded two point seven million dollars. Um, and that was calculated. I think it was to be re- two re- days re- worth of coffee sales. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, I think did they not? Uh, did they not get that reduced on appeal?
0: Uh, I don't have that information. Right,
1: but cotton doesn't melt, Ollie. Just to point that one okay. out, do I get an extra point
0: for saying it was the McDonald's case specifically? Uh, no, you don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Thanks, Ollie. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, mm. I always back up the guests. So, the last one, um, it a murderer takes,
1: hey, oh, wait, so it's T1, yeah. yeah, it's
0: not one all, it's T1. We're yeah, we giving yeah. it a foot, a murderer takes God to court, mm. the murderer. What are you the murderer now? sues God <laughs> for failing to protect them from all evils, which is a contract that that person agreed at baptism. The murder, the murderer argued that God had given him to Satan. So, were they you know, suing the church? I think so. Ultimately, yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, no not, not the specific church, but the church as a body. But God, ultimately, yes. You're first on this one, John. Now. What are you thinking in terms of an answer? Well, it's it's obviously a man.
1: There's no doubt in my it's mind. no
0: doubt. It's definitely a man. <laughs> <laughs> no no woman would be stupid enough to do this. Uh, <laughs> well, well. Uh, Amy. I'm going
2: to go with fake because I feel that if it had been a foreign law, you would have said sued the church.
0: Okay. No, I think he knows so God is a pleading. So I think the score's 22-1 to Amy. Don't tell me. John through. was right. It's too old.
2: Damn it, it is a foreign jurisdiction. <sighs> However,
0: it's not a US case. Now, I'm, I'm going to give a bonus point up for grabs here. I want you to tell me what country it is, and t- you're probably unlikely to guess the country. So I'm also going to... So if no one gets it, I'll give a point to the person who is geographically the closest.
2: I'm going to start, so... and I'm going to go with Uganda because it's been in the news recently, and I've been there. So it came to my head.
0: Okay, fine. Chop.
2: <laughs> I mean, Um... Uganda.
1: That's not a bad guess. Jesus, it's Christ. going to be a Christian country.
2: I think you should just chop, chop.
0: I reckon you it's going to Just
2: make a decision.
0: I think that I need like to get the map open, open ready there. because I am have bloody clear who's closest. Oh, that
2: means I've fine. not won.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a very good. Okay, point, oh, well, well, no, good well, no. Uh, okay, I'll tell you. It's not Uganda. But it's not necessarily no. not Africa, well, no, because right, you could right, choose another African country. I've got to work out which... I don't even know where Uganda no, no, no. is, really, in the scheme of it's
1: Africa.
2: It's relatively central.
1: I'm going to go with hunger as a mm, show. Did
2: you, did you, did you didn't hear what Ollie just said. I said it's central Africa. And he went, oh, that's a good choice. And so you said, oh, Hungary."
1: No, I wasn't listening <laughs> to that. Bit. I was thinking Hungary. Well, John, You've said it's hungry kind of... now.
0: <laughs> uh, well, no, no, hang on. right, listen, I listen, John. I'll give you a chance, please. Can you, please, can you just choose a country? I think it's Hungary now because he's starting to put so, me please, can, can you look at it? In? Y- yeah, it's not Hungary. It's not hungry. It's not, it's not hungry. Right. Final answer. Unfortunately, you are very close. <laughs> in fact, you are next door. It's Romania.
2: Oh. Oh. damn it! Answer, I, damn I feel slightly know, bad.
0: It. Damn it. Right. The lawsuit was against the Romanian Orthodox Church as God's representatives, mm-hmm. citing five crimes committed oh, well. by God, mm-hmm. including fraud, breach of trust and abuse of the authority. What I'm more interested
2: to know is, were they successful?
0: Uh, the the case was thrown out. The case was Let's thrown out. It. Do you want to know why? Because God does not have a legal residence at which he can be served the legal papers.
1: But apparently God's everywhere. So... <laughs> you just throw it off in the anger, you've been served. Uh, By the way, when I said God is everywhere, I was doing air quotes. Yeah, okay. Um, so, can um, <laughs> we do Yeah, question to Ambola? Yeah. Don't I get a prize? Uh, Amy, I get the surprise.
2: Uh, a- well, a- well, given that you a- owe everybody on the JLD dinner, having not barely lunch, having barely any miles in this, um, this month so for money. refuge, I think.
1: Think that we can just oh, call that to... quits? No, I think you owe me one. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ollie. This is excellent.
0: Okay, so luckily for us, <laughs> does say that. Don't
1: lucky say that for us, either.
0: John has just got a, a very special random number generator, and he's going to give me a number between one yeah, and seventeen, yeah. and we're going to ask you some questions to find out more about the real you. One to seventeen, John. Get it <laughs> going. Yep. I'll turn the machine on. Yep. I will turn it on. There we go. <laughs> I don't why makes that noise, but... Straight I mean, to heaven, it's oh, number 11. Number seven. Uh, Amy, what is your favourite city?
2: Oh, I wasn't expecting these. These are terrible.
0: Um uh, oh, My
2: favourite
0: city... <laughs> <laughs> don't crush the machine.
2: Um, <laughs> are these are terrible. My favourite city, gonna go I'm well. going to go with Leeds because it feels like home.
0: Jesus Christ, right. <laughs> Next number. <laughs> No, I've it. decided
2: what my favourite city is. It's Porto. Need
0: to we? Okay, yeah.
2: I, it, well, I was on the spot. Why did you say that I'm minute ago? Under pressure like this, it's Porto. It's number okay, three.
0: number three is. Oh. <laughs> oh, if you had to watch one TV channel forever, what would it be? TV channel? Now, if you're going to say Do we
2: watch channels, if you're going to say
0: I don't, watch, I don't watch. TV channels love, Then you can say you know what. What program have you been know What, okay,
2: what was um, the channel that Friends used to be on? Was it Comedy or something? Yeah, we
0: will go that one then. It, yeah. That's what I used to watch. I'll well, okay, go with that one on. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. a big Friends fan Interesting. I've only watched it once all the way through. You know the number, John? All right.
1: Oh, hang on, I've got a rhyme.
0: Uh, the number comes out randomly, then you have to rhyme. Uh,
1: so. No, I know that, but I've got to think <laughs> of
0: rhyme for you, don't You <laughs> don't know what the number is yet, though, do you, John? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a, a female character is a head it's what core? head. do you have do you have a do you have one policy power or ability?
2: One yeah. superpower. It's
0: a classic question.
2: I couldn't hear yeah. from the yeah. horrific giggling yeah. that was going on. Don't be greedy. Um, yeah. I have a such yeah. a poor <laughs> joke. Um, so my, favorite, yeah. my superpower, I think I would want to be invisible.
0: <laughs> Why? Pervert. There's the no reason to be invisible apart from going into women's changing mm, room, with John.
2: I think it would have many benefits, I think, that you could avoid people <laughs> you don't necessarily want to speak to um like, john, like totally. john yeah um i just think it'd be <coughs> well. fun i think it'd be fun I think it'd be fun to play practical jokes on people
1: thanks everyone for listening for the first episode of 2021 sorry we had a few technical problems with our audio in that episode you can hear there was a little bit of over talking we actually also lost our ending so that's why i'm just doing this but thank you of course to amy clowry and we look forward to seeing you next time and that's it If you have any questions for me or Ollie or anyone on the JLD Executive Committee, we're available on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, what else? Email, YouTube, we're on all of them. Get in touch and uh, hope you tune in again. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you so much for listening.
1: you enjoyed this podcast you can hear more right here on this channel don't forget to subscribe